1: shot in 4K ultra high definition. Your number one source for local news. WRAL News coverage you can count on.
2: People across the area are waking up to downed trees, power outages, even some school delays. And this morning we are showing you the areas hit hardest as severe storms passed through just hours ago.
3: And that is all over, but behind it, we have some cooler temperatures. I'll show you how pleasant it will feel for the next several days. Plus, Governor
4: Cooper makes his final push to get Republicans to flip their vote on a new abortion bill. What he's doing today to gain support to ensure when he does veto the bill that it will stand.
2: And caught on camera, a teacher and student get into a physical altercation at a local high school. What the school is saying about this incident and the next steps for the employee. 430 right now on your Wednesday as we welcome you into our WRL studio. So glad to have you. I'm Jeff Hogan.
4: And I'm Renee Chu. Great to have you. We're going to call this Feel Good Wednesday. You step out the door and it just feels fabulous after that cold front move
3: through. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner in the WRL Severe Weather Center with temperatures you'll like. Oh, it feels so nice as you step outside. We have a nice little drop in our humidity. We're seeing clear skies out there. A little moon. It was just so pretty when I walked in this morning. 57 degrees. And so we're kind of getting into a Goldilocks Kind of pattern right now, and that will last for two or three days. We'll start to see our temperatures creeping up just a little bit, but our wind is calm and our temperatures are in the 50s and 60s. 63 in Southern Pine, 64 in Fayetteville, 62 in Clinton. But our cool air is starting to filter in from the north now that our cold front has slipped southward. So some of this cooler air uh, may move on down into our southern counties, drop our temperatures just a little bit. Our cool spot right now is 51 in South Hill. It's 52 in Roxborough. We take a look at our 24-hour temperature change. It's noticeable, especially for. The bulk of us anywhere from 10 to almost 20 degrees cooler from the Triangle area northward. We haven't seen the coolest air filter in quite down to the south uh, just yet. Hour by hour, our temperatures at lunchtime climb to just 72 degrees. But with all the sunshine, it'll be a really nice lunch hour to spend outside. And then our temperatures this afternoon are about 10 degrees cooler than they were yesterday with lots of sun. Coming up, we'll take a look at the weekend. We do get back into a slightly wetter pattern. I'll show you what to expect.
4: Elizabeth, thanks, and folks in our northern county saw some storm damage. People in Warren County waking up to power slowly this morning. There are some downed trees in that area after severe storms moved through. We've heard from the Warren County school system they are issuing a two hour delay for students and teachers this morning because of those power outages and the storm damage. Now the storm came with heavy hail in some areas. This is video posted to Facebook from Nash County. You can see and hear that large hail coming down at a fast pace yesterday.
2: The storm also caused damage in Battleboro community near Rocky Mount. Bozeman family sent this video to us at WREL. They say the storm damaged their tobacco and strawberry crops. The future of abortion rights in North Carolina is on the line this week. Governor Roy Cooper is traveling the state, trying to rally support for his veto of a bill banning most abortions after 12 weeks. WRL's Laura Levine is live this morning uh, with the help that Cooper is getting from doctors and advocates.
5: Jeff,
1: as we know, Governor Cooper is expected to veto this bill on Saturday, so today he's on his second stop on this campaign, really trying to rally support from Republicans lawmakers at this time, uh, encouraging them to stick to their campaign promises. We have video from Governor Cooper's visit to Davidson just outside of Charlotte, the first stop on his campaign, where supporters, patients and doctors held a discussion. Today he will hold a similar meeting at Cape Fear Community College, and this campaign is an effort to muster enough support to uphold his expected veto of the new abortion restrictions. As the governor has said, all he needs is one lawmaker to flip their vote. He says the 12-week abortion ban is an extreme bill altogether.
0: But there is uh, information in here that even the doctors don't understand what it means. Uh, that's a problem. And you're going to put that into
1: law? So today's expected discussion is set for 11.30 at the community college. We will have that event live streamed on wrl.com. Laura Levine, WRL News, live in Raleigh.
2: We are expecting to hear a decision today on whether a birth control pill will be recommended for over-the-counter purchase. The FDA's advisory committee will wrap up its two-day meeting on the pill today. They're considering whether the O-pill should be available without a prescription. Even if the committee gives its approval, the FDA would still need to sign off. A decision from the agency is expected by this summer.
4: A local school employee will not be on campus today after video appears to show the person fighting with the student. This is the video circulating online this morning, and it shows the fight inside the gym at Hillside High School in Durham. At one point, it appears the staff member is trying to restrain the student, and that's when the student kicks her in the face. As of right now, we haven't seen video of what led to this fight. Hillside High School's principal sent a letter to families on Tuesday. It read in part this afternoon there appeared to be an altercation between an employee and a student in our gymnasium. One of our employees has been suspended with pay until that investigation is completed.
2: Right now, police are searching for the people accused of a shootout near children. Officers released pictures here showing suspects with long guns on North Rolland Avenue in Lumberton. Investigators say people in a blue Chevy Malibu and gray Cadillac ATS were shooting at each other. Moments later, they abandoned the cars, which were full of bullet holes. We're told no one was hurt.
4: Former President Donald Trump says he will appeal a ruling finding him liable of sexual abuse and defamation a federal jury in Manhattan ordered Trump to pay 5 million dollars in damages to writer E Jean Carroll the author claims Trump raped her in a department store dressing room in 1996 the jury did not find proof of a rape but did hold Trump liable for sexual abuse in a video posted to True social at 9 last night Trump called the ruling a disgrace
2: this is another scam it's a political witch hunt and somehow we're going to have to fight this stuff. We cannot let our country go into this abyss. This is disgraceful.
4: Because this was a civil case, Trump has not been convicted and faces no prison time. This morning on Today, for the first time since the verdict, Eugene Carroll will share her story publicly. Today airs at 7 right here on WREL.
2: A new report on inflation is due out this morning at 8.30. It could show prices are still rising. The Consumer Price Index for April will show where prices stand for gas and groceries and other day-to-day items. Economic experts think today's report will show inflation is not cooling off as quickly as many would wish. That could mean the Federal Reserve will raise interest rates yet again next month. Another key indicator is the producer price index due out tomorrow.
4: People who live in Chapel Hill may see their tax bill going up in the coming year. The interim town manager's 2024 budget recommendation includes a five-cent increase in the tax rate. Chris Blue says the town needs the additional revenue to keep pace with basic services. He'll present the recommendation at tonight's town council meeting, which starts at 7.
2: A new interim superintendent is in charge at Lee County Schools after the resignation of Andy Bryan. Chris Dosenbach is now, as, is now serving as the interim superintendent. The chair of the Board of Education made that announcement. The board accepted Bryan's resignation last night. He had been with Lee County Schools since 2006 and had been superintendent since 2013. No reason for his resignation has been given.
4: The Carolina Hurricanes are enjoying a day off today after a big win in game four over New Jersey. The Canes exploded for five goals in the second period last night, pulling away for a 6-1 win over the Devils. Carolina now has a three-games-to-one lead in the best-of-seven series. They can put the Devils away in Game 5 tomorrow night, and it will be at home at PNC. Puck drop for that game will be at 7. Coming up in less than 10 minutes, WRS Casey Hintz has more reaction from the Game 4 win.
2: Invite denied. All new and next. Why the UGA football team says it won't be attending the White House to celebrate its national championship.
4: Plus, what new guidance is revealing about women and when they should get mammograms?
2: And taking a live look right now at Raleigh this morning, waking up to some much drier weather now that the rain has moved out. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner is in the WRL Severe Weather Center, tracking what we can expect today with this nice cool down.
1: From the WREL Severe Weather Center, North Carolina's most experienced team of meteorologists.
3: It is 442. It's a nice morning out there. Of course, our skies have cleared after all the storms that we saw last night. It's nice and quiet here on Salem Street and Apex. Town by town, temperatures are cooler than yesterday. It's 55 right now in Tarboro. It's 64 in Fayetteville and 63 in Southern Pines. So the cool air is coming down from the north. So we haven't seen it quite make it down into our southern counties yet. But it's 54 in Lewisburg. It's 51 in South Hill and 57 degrees in Rocky Mountain. School day forecast feeling nice. Yeah, shorts and T-shirts. Temperatures will be in the mid-70s this afternoon. It's refreshingly cool this morning. Uh, We're going to see lots of sunshine and a big drop in our humidity. We do begin to see everything creeping up. It's going to be a little warmer and a little stickier for the weekend. I'll show you our chances for storms coming up.
2: This morning, we're learning more about what Donald Trump's sexual abuse verdict means for women who might have previously been too afraid to come forward in their own cases. WRO's Chris Levengood spoke with Monica johnson Hostler with the North Carolina Coalition Against Sexual Assault. She says she was surprised by the outcome given this case goes back 27 years and how there's a tendency for some people not to believe victims. Johnson Hostler says the victims of sexual abuse going to court is not about the money. She says civil court is often the option women have to hold their abuser accountable because bringing criminal charges requires more than you might see in Hollywood TV shows.
1: Survivors can be seen and heard, and sometimes the alternatives that um, for accountability that we know through the court system doesn't work for us and it could take a long time, I do hope all survivors see and hear this as a place of if they choose to come forward and especially walking through a process that could take this long, that outcomes are possible.
2: johnson Hostler says last year statewide, her organization received more than 11,000 calls to their sexual abuse hotline. If you've been abused, she says she sees you, she hears you, and NC NCCSAS, ASA.org has resources for you to seek help.
4: President Biden plans to meet with top congressional leaders again later this week as they work toward a deal to raise the debt ceiling and avoid economic turmoil. Biden met with the majority and minority leaders of the House and Senate yesterday at the White House. They're trying to break the political deadlock regarding the debt limit. The nation could default on its debts as early as June 1st if no deal is reached. House Leader Kevin McCarthy is demanding massive cuts to government spending. Biden says that is not an option.
1: He's proposed deep cuts that I believe are going to hurt American families. <clears throat> Millions of Americans relying on Medicaid for their health care would be at risk of losing that.
0: Everybody in this meeting reiterated the positions they were at. I didn't see any new movement.
4: Experts predict a default could lead to millions of job losses and a direct hit to Americans' investments.
2: There's new guidance from one panel regarding breast cancer screenings. A federal health task force now suggests women should start screening at age 40 instead of 50. U.S. Preventive Services Task Force is proposing this change. Groups, including the American Cancer Society, already recommend mammograms for women in their 40s. Their proposal from the task force is for all people assigned female at birth, including transgender men.
4: New this morning, the national college football champion, Georgia Bulldogs, are declining their invitation to the White House. A spokesperson for the school's athletic association says the visit that was proposed for next month is off because of a scheduling conflict. The team won its second straight national championship in January. The Bulldogs did not visit the White House last year either. That was because of COVID-19.
2: Carolina Hurricanes are having an off day as far as games are concerned after the big win in New Jersey last night. It was a night on the ice filled with action, though, and WRL's Casey Hintz was there for all of it.
1: Hey, good morning everyone. The Carolina Hurricanes already back home in Raleigh, but boy last night the fellas did some damage here at the Prudential Center with a dominating 6-1 win over New Jersey. They now have a chance to close it out at home tomorrow night in Game 5 at PNC Arena. It was a tough start for the fellas allowing a goal in the first two minutes of the game, but no panic from this group. The guys settled in, found their game, scored six unanswered, getting production from up and down the lineup. That's been their bread and butter. Last night it was led by Jordan Martinook, A goal and two assists, fellas. Happy to be heading home with a three-one lead the series.
0: I think that's the uh, that's the main thing. After Sunday, we obviously weren't happy. We wanted to uh, come out and
5: um, obviously play our style. We'll, uh, we'll take it. Obviously, uh, we got to what we want to do and um, how we want to play. And um,
2: you know, kind of weather just storm out to start. They had a good start, but um, Freddie made some big saves early and. Kind of just started rolling the rolling the lines and getting everyone involved. Everyone, everyone played, um, you know, really, really good.
1: They've been in this position before in round one versus the Islanders and couldn't get it done. They now have another chance to close out a series at home tomorrow night at PNC Arena. For now, Casey Hints, WRL Sports, Newark.
4: She's been feeling uh... Miserable with strep throat, but Lizzo is back and plans to hit the stage here in Raleigh tonight. Hours ago, the award-winning pop star posted this new video to her Instagram account with the caption, She's back. So she performed in Baltimore last night. It was the first time hitting the stage since being diagnosed with strep throat last week. She had to cancel several shows. Tonight's show in Raleigh starts at 8 p.m. with special guest Lato.
2: 448, the time right now. It'll be great to have that show in town now, and it's going to be a great day. Outside Elizabeth Gardner in the WRS Severe Weather Center right now. We're going to feel things cool off just a bit. It's going to be really nice.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, people like to tailgate, you know, before those things. Well, it's going to be so nice for that. Anything you can do outside today, it's going to feel fantastic. This is a live look at downtown Raleigh where it is 57 degrees right now. And our dew point has dropped into the 50s and highs in the 80s. We won't quite make it into the 80s. But, you know, highs, highs close to that with a dew point down in the 50s really feels nice. So it will be a very comfortable feeling today. We'll keep it in the 50s all the way until around 9 or 10 o'clock and then we'll be in the low 70s at lunchtime. And with all the sunshine, it's just going to feel wonderful. We have a high pressure system that's up to the north. High pressure systems rot- clock- rotate clockwise, so that high pressure system is pushing down some nice dry air. Our cold front has slipped all the way down here into the deep south, and we do have some precipitation that's going to be moving up through the middle of the country, but none of that is headed our way in the next few days. Now, eventually, we'll end up with the potential for some isolated thunderstorms getting into the weekend, Saturday, and again on Sunday. Around downtown today 77 in Raleigh and Durham 79 degrees in Fayetteville so it's going to feel fantastic we have a lot of warm afternoons in our forecast our normal high is 78 and so we'll be very close to that today and then we creep on up into the upper 80s and you know it's going to feel a little stickier for Saturday and Sunday we're going to see that humidity or the amount of moisture climbing look at this kind of stair stepping it right on up today tomorrow and really even Friday feel okay we creep into the 60s not so bad Saturday we get into the upper 60s on Sunday that's going to feel a little more summer like. Of course, Sunday is Mother's Day. Um, here's a little gift ahead of time. Um, for the first time in a while, our trees are down to moderate. Grasses are moderate too, but it's nice to see that tree number down a little bit. The yellow pine pollen has been uh, gone, mostly gone for, for a bit, but we still have you know oak trees, maple trees, uh, so many trees out there that uh, continue to uh, emit pollen uh, that aren't just that yellow pine pollen. Mother's Day, taking a look, 87 degrees. We'll see warm temperatures and just a very small chance of a thunderstorm in the afternoon and evening. I I wouldn't necessarily cancel any plans just yet, but we did add a chance of a few scattered storms on Saturday. That'll be a summer-like pattern where it's a little warm and muggy, and we'll see a few pop-up storms in the afternoon and evening, and that chance will continue all the way through Monday and Tuesday. So moving into more of a summer pattern as we get into the weekend and next week. So enjoy these nice cooler temperatures for the next few days.
4: We certainly will, Elizabeth, thank you. Many of the schools our children attend have taught students for over 100 years.
2: Now one of them is in Edgecombe County, and up next, the exhibit highlighting the history of a school in Princeville. It is the first African-American community in the country, and as such, Edgecombe County, town of Princeville, is brimming with history.
4: But one woman who grew up there realized not much is known about the people who helped educate the town in the wake of slavery. WRS Keenan Willard shows us how a new exhibit, years in the making, is changing that.
0: The gallery at ECU's Joiner Library, names and faces line the walls. It's a timeline of trailblazers whose efforts had been lost to history
5: what I call the angels at the Blackboard, because these are the people that brought literacy to Princeville.
0: Sandra Stanley is a proud daughter of Princeville. While researching the history of her high school for a reunion, she decided to try the same for her elementary, Princeville School, and couldn't find anything at all.
5: So that's when I realized that a big chunk of our history for that school had been lost
0: in 2021 the retired nurse became a self-taught historian combing through libraries ancestry.com and even graveyards trying to track down the men and women who taught the first free people in princeville
5: at the time the school was established it was only 20 20 years after the emancipation proclamation so literacy was a huge a huge problem so these angels here came in and changed The world for them.
0: After nearly two years of work, this week, Stanley's project finally opened to the public. She was able to find every principal who served the school from 1883 to the 1960s, as well as more than 40 teachers. Stanley even found school documents dating back to the 1940s. Life in Princeville hasn't been easy. A low-lying area, the town is severely flooded multiple times through the decades. Stanley says she's proud to honor those who helped her community build its spirit of resilience.
5: And I'm hoping that wherever they are, they're pleased that we're representing them this way.
0: Keenan Willard, WRL News.
4: Now let's take a live look at the WRL Azalea Garden, where a rare plant is now blooming. So this is called a century plant, that spiky-looking thing. (laughs) According to legend, it blooms every 100 years. However. In reality, its lifespan is only 10 to 30 years. It blooms once and then dies. Visitors are welcome to see WRAL Century Plant as it completes its rare bloom. We also have a live stream up on WRAL.com.
2: That thing's gonna get super tall also, 30 feet or so. Power outages meantime, downed trees are going to be an issue for some people this morning after storms overnight. WRL's Naya Harden will have a live report from Warren County where schools are on a two-hour delay.
4: Plus, Governor Roy Cooper will continue to rally for more support today as he tries to veto a new abortion bill. Details on who he'll meet with today.
2: And Ken Smith is breaking down the historic announcement on breast cancer screenings. What age experts say people should start getting mammograms?